Ladies and gentlemen, Card from the Club by Angela and Tiggy. Hey, I beg you, baby, kick it to the left now. If you wanna eat it, no pressure. I only do rage, no Tesla. Balmain, dripping umbrella. I'm tryna love you like a gangster. Now, all right, so Joe is, uh, first of all, yeah, what's up, everybody? My name is Joe. Uh, I'm from Maryland. I'm Nigerian. Originally, you're about Angel. Y'all know what time it is, man. You're about Angel. Why is it your body? Wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so you're about Angel, man. You know what time it is. You're about Angel. Uh, yeah, you know, don't, don't, don't question it. You know? I've never heard of that before. What? No. I've heard of Yoruba Demon. We're not gonna talk about that. Anyway, so um, which is which is funny, especially in light of what just transpired here. But anyway, so um, yeah, man, you're about angels in a building, man. Silver Spring, Maryland. You feel me? That's I'm at right now, right on the border of DC. Uh, I'm a people I'm outside of DC love claiming DC. What's up? No, sorry. Continue. No, nah, I'm not claiming DC. I, I claim Maryland. I'm from Maryland. Got it. I don't claim DC at all. I'm a, I'm a Maryland nigga through and through, man. But uh, aside from that, what else? What do I do? I'm an engineer by day. I'm an entertainer by night. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, he's actually, he's nah, actually like, No, the way you said it, it's almost like you're selling it. <laughs> no, I mean, hey. It's almost know, like he said. says it every day. No, I mean, I, I, I do. Rehearse this. Rehearse. That's Nah, I'm joking. Nah, but I mean, engineer by day, entertainer by night. Uh, I have a podcast of my own, actually. So yeah. What's your podcast? So tell us a little bit about it. Uh, my podcast is called the J.I. Day Podcast. Uh, it's centered around controversy, honestly. So we just talk about crazy stuff week to week. Stuff that people don't really want to talk about. So I just have like, you know, a whole bunch of like average Joes, for lack of a better term, right? <laughs> Come on the show. Talk about stuff. So my most recent one was about uh, loyalty, right? You know, really question <laughs> was about um, would you choose your friend who's dying or your wife that's about to give birth? Like, what were most people saying? A lot of people were saying like a little bit of each, which is actually pretty surprising to me because I feel Wait, like I'm sorry. What was the scenario? Would you so let's say your friend was shot and is dying, is on his deathbed, right? But at the same time, your wife is about to get hurt. Which one would you be in the hospital for? Oh wow. Okay. For me, I thought it was a no-brainer, man. I'm gonna be there for my wife because that's my responsibility. But a lot of people were saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your your child will be there forever. Like, I don't even know my child like that. I'm like, yo. Wait. <laughs> That's a little. He actually told me that. He was like, "Yo, I don't even know that nigga yet." Da, 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 da. Like, oh my god, that's, <laughs> that's fair. But nah. Um, aside from that, though, I mean, yeah. So week to week, I've talked about uh, gold digging, soul ties, cheating. Soul ties is a funny one. Uh, uh, parental control for so the whole corporal punishment concept, stuff like that, man. So it's just a lot of interesting stuff. We just kind of talk, just chat, and stuff like that. Definitely follow your boy on the gram, J. Yeah, when it will definitely plug you. Definitely J. for sure. J.A.D.E.P.O.D. on the gram, man. Follow I like the sound of this podcast already. Yeah, because when I first when I first started following Joe, because again, like we have mutual friends. So when I first started following him, I saw like a lot of his polls. And they, they were very like entertaining. I think this is before you had even started your podcast, actually. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of like, you know, controversial, you know, topics on the Instagram polls. And it's honestly just interesting to see like, people's response and the thing is he used to get like he still gets like 
so many responses from them. And I think it was that from like from there where you started like that like that what birthed the podcast? Yo, for real, like it was crazy because it really just started off some random stuff, just me asking random poll questions. But it wasn't even like controversial topics. It was dumb stuff. So it was like, yeah, do you you know? Dry your body inside the shower versus outside the shower. <laughs> like, do, you think, do you think coleslaw is trash? Yes or no? This kind of like, opinion, but those types of like, questions though get you know that, that like generates yeah. conversation, right. you right. know, right? So, and from that, like, I sort of realized, like, damn, like, there's a lot of dialogue around this kind of thing. So, I feel like I have a lot to say about it, and I feel like just posting these screenshots on Instagram is not enough, it's not so, enough. So I started out my own thing, man. And people actually listen to it, man. That's actually, they do, he has some really good content. That's how we felt. We were like, people actually listen. Oh, yes. Like, I'll be checking, like, I checked my, like, stats today. And I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, I guess. Okay, great. You're on, what, season three? Season now? two. Season two, towards the end of season two, I have three more episodes. Okay. Done, man, so, no. How many episodes do you guys usually have a season? So, my first season, I cut it off at 10. And I'm going to cut this one off at 10, too. Yeah. But then my third season, I want to get some video in there. But, you know, a lot of people are, you know, corporate people so they don't want their faces Faces. on there when they're talking about these controversial things so that's going to be a bit of a challenge but i'm open to get some famous people on there famous people they're already famous i'm not even (laughs) losing me i'm hoping to get some famous people on there that's awesome people that don't really care as much about what people think right yeah. yeah Alrighty, so um, just to introduce the con- the episode, it's your girl Tiggy. It's me. I totally forgot it's about us and show. I was like, tell us more. But yeah. and this um, the topic of this episode is going to be about toxic relationships. So you know, mm-hmm. it's like what cuddle season now, right? Exactly. And. People are getting into situationships, relationships, cuffing, right? But are they really that, like, are they really that useful to the person? Like, is it really going to actually benefit them? Hmm. Or are they just in a bunch of toxic situationships, relationships? So have you ever been in one, Joe? A situationship? Absolutely. No, no, no. It's no, not. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone has, to be honest. <laughs> Of course, so many. <laughs> Can't count. Can't count. relationship? Yeah. Um, it depends on, I guess, I feel like everybody's definition of toxic kind of differs, mm-hmm. right? Um, some people kind of consider toxic, you know, a little bit more of a controlling situation where the guy's kind of steering the ship in terms of everything. So you can't go here, you can't wear this, you can't say that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've never been in that situation ever, but I would say toxic in terms of the woman's side in terms of like if you don't do this for me then you don't feel the way you feel about me and I think that's toxic and I feel like men don't get to discuss that enough because this whole Ooh, the way he's talking right now he, he seems a little hurt no, no I'm, 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 I'm not, not, not I'm, 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 I'm not hurt I told you I'm about that <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nah, so I think I think a lot of people um, oftentimes are you know, all we hear is the women's side of like, oh, well, he's super controlling, he's super this, he's super that. But I feel like women love to do that reverse psychology stuff of, okay, wow, if you don't, you know, sit on the phone with me 24-7, or if you don't buy me this, or if you don't take me there, then obviously you don't feel the way you feel about me. You know what I'm saying? But do you think that speaks to the type of person that you're attracting? Because some girls like, 
some girls like actually like um or even just people they want that constant you know affirmation yeah yeah that constant like communication i wouldn't even say words of affirmation because i'm i feel like my like love language is words of affirmation but i'm not someone who needs to talk to you like 24 7 you know so do you think it's just like the person that you're attracting or do you feel as if it's actually just like them being toxic i think I've attracted people that are on both ends of the spectrum, so I wouldn't necessarily say it's the person I'm attracting. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's something that you have to, like, really understand inwardly. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you have to really look within yourself and say, why do I feel the need to have this person give me attention around the clock, all day, every day? Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, I feel like I, I've had people that are like that, you know, that are a little bit, you know, more removed in terms of communication and in terms of what they ask for, but I've also had those people that try to use that you know, you're not paying attention to me enough. You're not saying I'm pretty enough against me. And I feel like that's toxic. Mm. Is, mm, like, the idea of him being the, re- like, he him attracting those type of people, I feel like is, like, a very gray area of, like, almost shifting blame. Because I, I get what you're saying, but I think sometimes, I think from what Tiggy was saying, once you start saying, okay, that's the type of person you're attract, and then you recognize that, I feel like a lot of times people refuse to acknowledge the fact that like you're not compatible. Like they just stay in situations because they are yeah. want to force the compatibility, right. which I think is strange. And I think that's why, like my main reason for suggesting those episodes is because I see a lot of patterns of like abuse in young relationships, like actual abuse, like nonverbal, um, violent, and sometimes verbal as hell and manipulative as fuck abuse that if it seems like it even looks really normal. And I feel like sometimes people force compatibility because they're like, I want this to work so bad. They stay stuck in those situations. And I, and in my head, because I've, because I've also seen it in a lot of like older African, like our parents' generation in terms of like physical or non-physical, any type of, I'm like, is this learned behavior or is this like part of our culture? Cause I, there are very few relationships. Go hand in hand though. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Not continue. Yeah. Like when I say learned behavior, I mean, is this like, does this depend on family to family or is this part of our culture? That's why I brought it up because I was like, I just feel like there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like empty like holes that are just not filled. Like people just don't talk about those situations because people try to make it feel as though they're not cultural. Because as soon as you say, oh yeah, like I see that in a lot of Nigerian families. I see that in a lot of Ghanaian families. People start to get offended because they're like, don't make this part of like our heritage, you know? And I think I get your point too about the parental aspect kind of playing a role in it. I think ultimately the way we perceive relationships is largely affected by how we viewed our parents' relationships growing up anyway. So whether we like to admit it or not, I feel like a lot of the decisions that we make and kind of how we encounter different situations are largely based on how, you know, let's say, you know, as women, you know, how the way my mom reacted or like, you know, as a guy, the way my dad reacted to this or, oh, I, I don't like the way my dad responded when my mom said this, so I'm going to act this way as a result. You know what I mean? But I feel like another point, though, to that like, was about you saying how, you know, people force it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's very, that's very common. But at the same time, I don't think we can really compare that to our parents' generation because I feel like that is, you know, it, like for a lot of situations where you feel like your parents might be, quote unquote, forcing it, they're forcing it within the 
realm of the marriage institution. I feel like people are forcing it. People our age are forcing it, and they're not even married. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. are so pressed. Uh, I know people that are so pressed to get married. Like, like personally, I have been like, like in situations where it's like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, chill. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> bro, the description like, of the situation is like, bro, like, chill. <laughs> no, 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 no. In all seriousness, like, also, I'm like, oh, me, my parents, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yo, we just. Matt, clean, you feel me? Like, <laughs> so like, for real. And I think I think that's so interesting because, and I think social media may help because you know I feel like agreed. Idealized on social media. Yeah, I didn't see it at first, and then I think Tiggy mentioned it one episode, and then I saw a tweet today that was like, some there's some I guess some social media cu- couple. It was her birthday, and she like publicly was like saying how disappointed she was that her her boyfriend didn't um like wish her happy birthday on instagram for everyone to see and, and then and niggas quoted it and was like this nigga probably spent all day with her but she mad because he didn't put it on instagram and i'm like you know that is fucked up it's like why like, like you don't have to exactly like why why is that necessary? like why is that now a huge necessity in a relationship it's like public like people who were never really about public displays, all of a sudden are like, "This is a must. Like this is a requirement." Yeah. Or and even it's kind like of scary. How it's like a whole thing when you see yeah. someone get engaged and like it's trending on social media or even like weddings as well. Too. Wedding hashtags, right? It's a it's a whole like thing now in terms of social media because it's crazy because even if the guy were to post, then you complain about oh the caption wasn't long enough. Or, <laughs> Wow. Well, no, you're probably not encountered that yet before. No, the thing is, I underestimate women. Girls will do that. Like, they will. Sure. They will do that. For and sure. Like, I don't know where the line is, but I feel like it will be a huge factor. Like, I feel like because you were talking about like marriage and weddings and stuff, like, I might get worse the, the older we get. Like, because the pressure, first of all, because you were saying how our parents are probably more pressured in the confines of marriage, like at right. institution. And like the pressure as we get older to like be in something like a marriage will probably like kill people. Like people people have their own wedding hashtags and it's just like it's a lot. And I know in Nigerian culture wedding weddings are the thing. Right. So I can't imagine. Okay, Uh-oh. take me. I, I see the wedding hashtag thing. I don't. I, I don't think that's even the worst part of it, to be honest. Oh, it's probably yeah. just the tip of the iceberg. I'm just saying. I mean, I, think, I, I mean, yeah. I think that that's. that's I don't chill, think but. that part is bad because you're like because like at that point you're already married. I think it's like more so like the actual relationship, like phase of it, yeah, and like I know yeah. the engagement part of it and stuff like that. But I think the what well, I think the pressure in terms of social media is what comes with the, like the whole presentation of it. Yeah. I love the presentation. People love, you know, I don't think before, honestly, I don't remember pre-wedding photo shoots being a thing or maybe I just didn't pay I attention. I think it was a thing. People just weren't, people just weren't showing them. Like it definitely is a thing. But like I know thing. engagement photos were a thing. Right. Like engagement photos then pre-wedding photos and then pre-wedding photos for the other wedding. And it's just, I didn't know there were so many. I feel like, I don't know if it's just me or I just didn't pay attention enough, but there's just so much more like categories and stuff mm-hmm. being made up to, yeah. to like to make it more fluff, you know, to make everything I, seem more everything. I and, think it's just more amplified, but yeah, the, it's, it's, it definitely was a thing because I know like lots of people who've had it before. 
it just like wasn't shown on social media. That probably is the reason. I think the presentation of it's just better now, or like right. just a little bit more widespread. But I mean, the whole pre-wedding thing, I think that's just something that's always happened. Mm-hmm. And even then, though, I don't know. I feel like that whole pre-wedding thing is just another way to show <laughs> everybody, like, oh yeah, my wedding's gonna be bigger than yours, kind of thing. Which is very interesting to me. I mean, I personally want to have a big wedding, so I get it. But like, I don't think I'll do the whole social media thing. Like people mm-hmm. can. I don't know. So, Ange, have you, if you're comfortable talking about it, have you been in a, in a toxic relationship, situation before? I think so. I mean, yeah, I have. But, like, learned. Did you, did you know it was toxic? Like, when did you realize it was toxic? Um, there were, like, breaks in between the situations. And I'd be like, wow, like, what actually just happened? That was crazy. And there were situations where my friends would like, with even you and like beans, I'll come to you guys and you guys be like, cut it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what do you guys mean? Like, ASAP. I feel like when I, ha- when I'm always like trying to take a step back and look at, look at things from the outside, that's when I know maybe I shouldn't be in this. Um, but I think for me, it was hard because I don't know, a lot of times relationships that are like toxic slash abusive that are not physical, are not validated as often, like publicly, and you don't hear of it too much. Like people take take it more seriously if you've been physically hurt or harmed. I agree. And that's that doesn't make that any less valid. Like that is clearly like that's a danger to your person. But I think because mentally it's not something that you can physically harm, people kind of just take it lightly because especially for people who just didn't ex- don't experience it as rough. They're just like, why don't you just leave? And honestly, that was my mind point, like my headspace in terms of toxic relationships. I just feel like you just have to find the strength to leave, to leave, leave, leave. And then you get in one and then you start realizing that you, like you don't even realize you're the person. And the whole time you're like making excuses for the situation, for the person, for yourself, like, you're making yourself feel guilty, like I, if I leave, and like, what kind of person am I? And the, then the, all of that like toxicity and all the little shit that they do becomes bigger. So it starts. What I realize is it always starts really small. For me personally, it started with like comments, uh, comments that they would make to their friends when I could hear them about random shit. It would never be like you know really like intentional but they knew I could hear them and it would be about other women and it'd be about other girls so complimenting other women like for their <laughs> presence not, it wasn't even like a complimenting because I'm not really a jealous person like I'm not a jealous type I'm pretty realistic like you're gonna find other people attractive I'm gonna okay. find not like a, a huge gasp but it was um the way that he would say stuff and the fact that um, like a lot of stuff was like really explicit and I was like whoa like when I'd ever be like whoa chill he'd gaslight me and be like why are you uncomfortable like obviously like even if he was talking about like celebrities or random popular Instagram like figures like obviously I'm never gonna see them or fuck them like why is it a problem and I'm just like the fact that like you don't care that it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> you don't even care like you don't even and then it would just get bigger and he'd just be so manipulative. And I was just like, wow. Like, and then like months down the line, I would like retaliate. I'm not usually the p- 
person who like stoops to a person's level but I realized I was doing that and I was like I'm not myself like I have to get out <laughs> I'm not even like but it was shit it was really shitty um and it was hard because I think people don't realize you can get along with the people that hurt you you can have good moments with people that hurt you um there was a lot of moments where it was just a bunch of laughter and getting along but I think people then start to be like maybe maybe it's not as bad as I'm making it seem people feel like they're exaggerating um so yeah, and also in my personal life, I've seen abusive relationships that are like physical. So I think I even invalidated my own situation. I was like, well, it's not abusive. Like he's not like hurting me. Like it's not physical. We don't even see each other. So it's not that bad. But I think for that was the worst for me. Like, cause any other person I talked to, like Tiki, you're like my close friend. Like nothing had ever been that dramatic like because I'm pretty dramatic sometimes but nothing (laughs) nothing had ever been that bad and I was like in tears all the time and it was just a mess I was just like but hey you know you're in a better situation now so yeah I was now looking back at this point so that's good but so you would say that the first red flag would be the small comments right yeah it it starts small I think that's like a main red flag. And I think another thing you have to, I think for anybody, guys and girls, don't like dismiss those small things, whatever they are, whether it's him leaving you at the club and making an excuse for it by yourself, leaving you destitute. What? <laughs> I heard some crazy things. You guys come together and he's leaving for you? I've heard crazy things. Whether whether it's her flirting with your guy friends and she's like brushing it off as if it was true. Insane. like girls can girls are <laughs> girls are great at being manipulative because it's like they know they know that they can it's like the obvious, you feel me? Yeah. yeah and it's like they know they can play the victim because they're the girl yes. um, Facts. and and guys can be manipulative and great at it because they know how dominating they can be they know that like they can be as controlling as they want and sometimes they have a lot of say like subconsciously as to what the relationship is. Like, if you think about it, it's usually girls are like, okay, so what are we? And guys will be the one asking you out, like traditionally. So I feel like they have a lot of say as to what the relationship can be. Sometimes we, we definitely need to change that. Cause I know for me, like sometimes I can be like, <laughs> what are we kind of girl? And I'm, I'm trying to like refrain from that. Cause it's more of like, okay, this is what I want us to be. Like, this is what it is right now. And this is what I want us to be. Like, I'm trying to, like, lean more towards that. I'm like, yeah. We talked about it. We literally talked about it. Because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work out. <laughs> I, I, I feel like one thing that women also need to, you know, kind of think about. So he also calls doing. himself the love guru? Joe the love, the love Joe guru? Love guru. Who are these Instagram people gassing you up? Because I'm I just, don't know. I'm, I'm it's, those it's those polls. It's those Instagram I'm self-gassed. The Instagram people just add to what the, the gas. You know? That's a lot of engagement you must be getting. Sign me uh, up. Sign me up. To my love guru point, though, I think that uh, <laughs> women oftentimes do this whole what are we thing, but I feel like they ask it the worst time. What is that? Please expand. Like, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, let's say, you know, y'all just chilling. You feel me? I had a nice girl's dinner. This oh, day, wait, you, you remind me of a post where it's like, there's like these pictures and it's like, you guys are just like, you know, in bed having a good time. I know and then she pops that question. It's like, ah. Yeah. Just, just, just the whole best time. That is the best time. Wait, you said best time? That's the best that's time. The best time. 
that's yeah. the best time. Yeah, but sorry, I cut you out. What were you saying? No, like I feel like just in situations like that, it's like damn, like that's not the time for that. <laughs> like it could be like during the course of a whole long phone conversation, or maybe even a, a conversation in person. Like you know, like that is the time. But like let's say you're just vibing out. I don't know. We in DC. You go to a Wizards game. You get some food, whatever, whatever. Right. The night is smooth. And out of nowhere, we stepping out the game. John Wall just dropped forty points. I'm about that, and you're like. Oh, so, so Joe, um, you know, I really enjoyed our time at the game, but um, like, so like, what am I to you? I don't know. I feel like I've been getting <laughs> mixed signals. <laughs> like they just, just ruined my whole night. Like, thank you. Man. At that thank point, you. Like, honestly, I, I think I think that women do that so often. I mean, but then again, some might argue that there's not really a right time to ask that question. But in yeah. my opinion, I would rather do it in a more calm situation, not like an okay. outing or like even like. In a super, nah, so one thing too, like in like a super like intimate type situation, you feel me? Like, I'm not trying to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not. When are you, like, yeah, when are you trying to talk about it? That's what I'm saying. Like, so, so let's say like, we just cooling, you feel me? Just talking, you know, regular, you know, no outing, nothing intimate, just literally sitting down, have a conversation about life, you know? But even then it's like, you know, it can't be right after the small talk, right after the how is your day. I just told you how my work day went. I feel about you. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta plan it that way. You know what I'm saying? You have to you know, kind of ease it in. I don't think women do that. I feel like they're very abrupt in terms of when they ask. I definitely can put my hands up. Like, I've been in situations before where I've like had I've asked at the wrong time. But it's like I just wanna know. And I'm like, the way I am, it's like if it's on my mind, I'm just gonna ask you. I feel that. I think I, yeah. Sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, you good, you good. Um, I have like this huge ego that doesn't allow me to like be the person like at the mercy of someone. So I'll be like, okay, so since this isn't going anywhere, this is what's gonna happen now. And then the person will be like, you're really controlling. And I'm like, it's necessary. And then it kind of like, (laughs) I, mean, no, I think that's I think that's also like a good way to also pivot it as well, you know? That's reverse psychology. It hasn't worked. Oh, it's reverse psychology. It's reverse psychology that whole because it's like, it's like, you know, you're You're absolutely correct. It's like if you if you're planning on you know, if, if you're planning on it like developing something more and it hasn't been going anywhere for months and it's just like the same. And I think, especially if you haven't had that conversation, at least for me, the way I try to set up, I have that conversation like beforehand, like, okay, look, this is my situation. This is what it is. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm not looking for. And then if it just, you know, continues on the same way, then I don't feel like I have much say in terms of like, okay, what are we? Because like, you've already set the tone. Yeah, that's um, how I, that's the reason why I do it. Because I'm just like, okay, if you're not going to right, so what do you have to say? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I've talked enough. No, no, but like seriously though, I feel like it's it's just so interesting to hear you guys say like, oh yeah, just be outright, just be, you know, upfront with your intentions. But I feel like, and honestly, a lot of women just cannot handle the truth. That's the fact of the matter. Why do you all think it's so So just let us know what the situation is. What do you mean? This is not even me attacking women because I believe that a lot of men cannot handle the truth either. And that's something that I mean not to put on my podcast. We spoke about that. Anyway, so, like, um, I think, I mean, obviously I'm talking from a man's point of view. Um, I think a lot of women can't handle the truth in terms of, okay, so let's say we do have that preliminary conversation coming right into the situation, right? And we're like, yo, like, you know, what are you looking for out of this? What is your intention? Whatever, right. Whatever, right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just trying to fuck. Like, that's all I said. Like, I'm like, I'm not looking for anything else, right? It's about delivery. It's about delivery. So listen, listen. 
So let's say that's, that's all I say, right? In theory, you will respect my honesty, but deep down, you're like, damn, this nigga's really a pig for saying that. But at least you said the truth. At least you, like, set it up, and there's no room for any sort of, like, interpretation. I think it's Especially, like, in my younger days, like, because, like, like, back in college when I was, like, I guess, young, I don't know, like, immature women, like, when you say stuff like that, like, like, oh, wow, like, blah, 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 like, trash or this or that but it's like you know it's so interesting because i feel like if i were to say i'm looking for something and i'm not actually looking for something but i know that that is what you were going to be receptive to out of the gate then it's fine in a way because okay you lied to me but at least you told me what i wanted to hear out of the gate i think it's about delivery you're not gonna tell me or i just how, okay so how do you successfully how, how do you I, I not, get but you are you coming joe mm-hmm. coming from the love girl if you're not just gonna tell me, I just want to fucking and and, I mean, and, and I'm gonna be like, I've seen that. I feel, I feel that's respected. Rude. I that's feel rude. No, that's rude. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah. So I think because in personal in my situation, the person was just like, "Hey, really like you, just not ready to be together right now," and we are friends. Like I don't hate you. I don't have. So I really think it's about maturity because right, it is. It's like so in terms cool. of honesty. Yeah, some people, they ask for honesty when they're not ready. And I think, not ready to hear it. And I think that's what a lot of girls, like, they're not ready to hear it. And also, sometimes people go for people who are clearly not ready to be in a relationship. And they just, like, hope for the best. (laughs) Like, where is that hope coming from? That's so common. That goes back to our point about people forcing the situation, right? right? People are trying to change people. Guys do it too, though. So, like I said... I can only speak from the women's standpoint, but I feel like now I'm starting to like, especially now like, you know, doing these polls, I talk to a lot more people about these kind of things. Like I'm starting to realize that guys be trying to change girls too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes Shorty just want to turn up with her friends and smoke hookah in the club. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? That's all she wants to do. Same way sometimes homie just wants to go in the club, you know what I'm saying? Pop bottles with his homies and have some shorties in a section. You feel me? And just, you know, go with whatever, you know? And I think that that's okay, but I feel like a lot of people are trying to change people i don't know i mean i understand it from a self-esteem standpoint because it's like what do you mean you don't want me you know what i'm saying i think that's something that a lot of people in our generation kind of battle with it's like what do you mean like what's what's wrong with me that you're you you only want to fuck you know what i'm saying like why why am i not husband material why am i not wife material yeah i think people don't realize it's not about them like i don't know i mean it is partially about them though right like i feel like it's, it's always interesting to hear like from people like that curved you like yo like damn so like what about me do you not like mm-hmm. and let's say for example especially like when i was younger like i was very i was very immature right so like that really cost me a lot of good situations because i was childish you know what i'm saying and in retrospect it's like i mean hey you sound regretful <laughs> no i mean no, i mean not not really i mean it's, it's a learning experience i mean obviously at that time i was sick but i mean at the end of the day, what can you do? But like, I think that that's such a learning experience for me is just like being able to know that, okay, you know, it wasn't about the looks, you feel me? It was about the... <laughs> oh my God. You just had to make that clear. You just had to make that clear. He just had, he was like, I had to, I had to. No, 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 but like seriously, like knowing that like, okay, this is something that I can develop as a person on and know that, all right, maybe I'm not a salesman with this person, but moving forward, I can, you know, improve this aspect of my life in order to become a better candidate moving forward. So I think that's something. 
Do you think that forcing yourself into a relationship, whether the guy lies and says, I'm ready, even though he's not, or the other way around, is is like a good foundation for a potentially toxic relationship? Good foundation, like, as in lying initially yeah. is setting the foundation for something toxic. Yeah. Absolutely. I had a situation like that, funny enough. Like, we had all this lie. I, well, that's what I'm saying. So I was honest, right? So pretty much the situation was, you know, I like the girl, she liked me, whatever, whatever, cool. But at the end of the day, I knew that, like, you know, at that time, I still wanted to belong to the streets, right? And so I'm like, you feel me? Like, He's volunteering for the streets. No, no, seriously, no. I'm, I'm, I'm volunteering. I'm going to keep it, I can be a little bit more candid on y'all still. <laughs> hey, nah, but uh, nah. So I'm like, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, everything's moving smooth, you know, and it's kind of, you know, coming to that time where, you know, the, the question can be popped kind of thing. You can't really, you know, take things to the next level. And I told us really straight up, like, hey, man, like, at the end of the day, I could be out here. And it was a distance thing, too. So I'm like, realistically, I could be out here doing whatever the hell I want. But I'm going to be honest with you and tell you, I'm just not going to enter this relationship with you currently because I am not prepared, quite honestly. And I feel like I could have easily, like, like you said, set the foundation of, Okay, I'm gonna be faithful, but no. Uh, and well, in my area, I'm just doing whatever I want, and I feel like that's toxic too. In terms of like, okay, I know that she would never know about that, but me living with that and being yeah. able to kind of keep that going over like yeah. a period of time, keeping that secret to myself, and I know she would have known anybody out here that I was doing anything with whatsoever. But it was a principle at that point for me, so I think lying is definitely a way to set the set the tone of toxic wise, toxicity wise for sure. Your turn. What's your thing? Have you ever been in a toxic situation, Piggy? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have been. It's like, I don't know, because I was thinking about it. And I've been with, like, I've been with more so, like, toxic people. Well, I, I guess you could say, yeah, I've been in a couple of toxic relations, situationships. Um... And I didn't, and I never realized that it's like toxic until after. Yeah. yeah after I'm out, after my my emotions have kind of like divorced itself from the situation. Um, so, because again, like I'm always like seeing, at least beforehand, I used to always see the potential in someone. Um, you know. You, not, you, you get burnt a little bit, you know. Start, no, not at all. Like it's still very, very much alive. Not at all. Um, but I've definitely been in one, and I think at least for me it was more so mentally than physically, um, and it really just spoke to like people not really like respecting mm. what I wanted out of a situation, yeah. or like respecting like me as a person, respecting my time, respecting my yeah. wants and needs, um, and I also contributed to it as well, just because. I kind of like set the foundation in a way where I let them do that. You know, I think that's also something sometimes you have to like, you know, be assessed as well when you're thinking of the situation. Um, but I'm not trying to like, like, you know, lessen the blame on that person because yeah. definitely was, was wrong in a lot of situations, but I could have definitely like advocated better for myself. Yeah. I think I was just going to say that it starts with like respect like mm -hmm. little moments of like disrespect and then it just keeps building yeah and then when you like take that people you know they run with it right 
Um, and it's not necessarily your fault because that person shouldn't take advantage of you. But at the same time too, again, it kind of just comes with like your self-awareness, kind of like your, your, your self-respect as well. There were like times where like, I just didn't really like, I guess like value like my time and like how people reciprocated my energy and it bit me. And then, you know, I learned, you know, you live and you learn. So stronger because of it. I hope I'm not in another one. Like, but hey, I mean, yeah, I don't think I will be though, but it's, those are tough times. No, I feel that. And I think, um, but I've definitely been that nigga before. I'm not gonna lie. And I, that was my next question. Like, have you ever been the toxic person in a no, situation? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I was like verbally abusive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially like it's so crazy. Like hearing myself talk about these things now because it's like wow. Like, I've grown. Wow. Have you seen that just like the that? fact that he still wants to <laughs> always get some credit out of this? No, I mean, hey, hey self affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like self love is best. I know that. <laughs> No, in all seriousness, though, I feel like I've, I've been that guy before where, you know, I um, kind of knew a girl felt more about me than I felt about her, but I just never... You ran with it. I ran I with it. I think this is a Yoruba thing. Just because... <laughs> <laughs> right, not to... sidetrack, not to derail, but... In my personal experience, <laughs> I just... Something about y'all doesn't allow you to right away be like, I want this. Just because you know the person is going to bounce. Why? Why is that? Because I... That's what I'm saying. So I feel like now I'm not like that. And mm-hmm. Are you like, doing? No, no. In, in terms of like... <laughs> I was going to say... Hmm. No, 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 seriously. No, no, seriously. Like, in terms of like me being honest, if, if my honesty out the gate results in you not wanting to speak to me anymore... That's fine with me, because I know in my heart that I was honest. Like I feel like that was an issue that I had. Like you said, like about okay, if I'm honest with this girl, the situation is not going to exist anymore. And I feel like for me, like I was in this phase of like, oh man, I want you know multiple shorties, you know what I'm saying on my line, da 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 da. Excitement. All these different girls, because I know like you know. As long as I don't tell any of them I don't, uh, that I like them, you know, I'm chilling, you feel me? And it's like, at the end of the day, and that goes into another concept, like another uh, topic. That How I'm, do you even balance all those relationships? That's my main question. How like, do you this, this was like college, like right out of, like it was like, I don't know, senior year-ish, like first mm-hmm. one year. Years that was this. <laughs> nah, but um, I just wanted to ask you guys about that too, because I think one thing that I kind of used, I wouldn't say necessarily to my advantage, but one thing that I noticed that women grab or grasp onto a lot is this concept of boyfriend behavior. And I think it's very interesting. What are you I talking about? I want to open up the floor. To okay, so what's, so what's the question? What's boyfriend? So, so, like I said, I never told these women, I have feelings for you, mm-hmm. I like you, da 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 But their logic, like, when we would have our, you know, retrospective conversations were, you know, was like, yo, like, I feel like you were, you know, exhibiting boyfriend behavior. I know what you're saying. Now. And I want to ask y'all, what does boyfriend behavior look like? Because I personally think boyfriend behavior doesn't make sense. But I mean, I want to hear what y'all think. Like, how do y'all define boyfriend behavior? Like if a nigga never told you ever, 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 I have feelings for you. I want to, you know, be more than friends with you. I see us having a future. 
What is boyfriend behavior? What, what I, actions? I'm just going to start with, I think people should behave the way they feel. Okay. I think, so let me give you an example. This past like couple months, I was seeing this person and they were going all out for me. And <laughs> they were going all out. <laughs> Everything that bitches were saying, city girls deserve, he was doing it. <laughs> he was a sweet person. He still is. Sweet guy. And a lot of his actions, initially, it was more like, initially, it was more like, oh, yeah, I really like, like you. Hopefully, this can go somewhere. The more we got to know each other. Even after him going all out with me, he was like, um, I just don't think I'm ready for anything serious anytime soon. I said, cool, thank you for being honest. After that, he was still going all out for me, doing the same things he wanted to do when he was like, yeah, I wanna do that, I wanna, yeah, let's be together, we gotta be one. <laughs> and now you've, you've, you've X'd that idea. So stop this behavior of, you know, when are we seeing each other? What can we do together? When's our next? Because I think what people say when they, when they say, what they, people mean when they say boyfriend behavior is a lot of it is all of that, all of that extra, that, that just bit of extra, the bit of extra caringness, the bit of extra time on phone calls, the bit of extra, oh, how was your day? The bit of, like, you don't like me. You don't want to be with me. Leave me alone. And why do those things, why do you act like it's so hard for us to let go? Are you dumb? We also, no offense, we balance a bunch of niggas too. And it's really not hard that, you know, after a while, after, like, you don't talk to somebody, you get used to their, their absence. It's not right. hot. It's not difficult. We won't die. So niggas act like they're doing us a favor by staying and keeping us engaged by keeping us keep calling or oh, let's go here together let's do this together let's together everything together do you want to be my man is let's make a match but in response to that though i would say that there have been times where i know that i'm not interested in a girl in that way but in the past like i said i keep talking about my past self because it's true like i mean so i like, like you know him <laughs> no, no, seriously, I, I don't know that. In the past, I have no, no idea. No, no, seriously, no. I feel like before, like, I really did not care about how people felt. That's the honest truth. Like, it's like, all right, if you like me, I don't like you. Fuck you. Like, I don't really care what you have to say. Like, I, mean, I told you I don't like you already, so that's on you. But then, after a while, to your point of, like, okay, like, this aftermath kind of thing of, like, you know, he's still trying to do things with you or, like, speak on the phone with you and stuff like that. I found myself doing that in order to kind of like ease my way out of the situation in terms of like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of owe it to her to be like, not <laughs> just kind of like dump it all together. I, I mean, but even then, like, like I said, now I don't really, like if, it, if I've stayed in my peace and you don't like it, like it is what it is at that point. But I feel like there was definitely a point in time where it's like, okay, I'm still going to talk to you on the phone, but I'm not going to talk to you every day. Maybe I'll talk to you once a week. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, it's once every two weeks. Then after that, it's once every three weeks. Wow. So like eventually, you know what I mean? Like if the situation is dying out, I feel like I have a good understanding of if it's dying out or not, too, to be able to understand, you know? I did not That's know that my niggas did that. Because that has happened to me at least twice. And I was like, and the person, and I, for the first time, I was like, well, 
I, I had blocked or unfollowed or whatever the person. And then they were like, why did you do that? And I'm just like, why are you still on my line? Like you're very, you're like sending me mixed signals. Like you don't want to be with me, but you still are talking. Like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like, like I said before, like you feel like you're doing a favor by easy making it like a, a smooth transition. Like, is that what you mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it was, I feel like it's, it's less hurtful than just fucking ghosting somebody, in my opinion. It's like, okay, like, let me, let us, let us die out over time. You know what I'm saying? If we're talking all day, every day, and then we have a, let's, okay, what's today? Whatever. Let's say we start Seven. speaking on, we start speaking on a Monday. Like, I mean, obviously we don't start speaking on Monday, but like, we're talking consistently. Monday, we're talking, you know, all night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, Thursday night, we have a conversation like, yo, blah, blah, blah. On FaceTime as usual, what are we? Ideal, what are we situation? FaceTime, cool. We already FaceTime a couple of days before, so that's cool with me, whatever. I'm ready to have that conversation. You know, we talk about it and, you know, we realize that we're not on the same page as each other. At that point, the next week, okay, Thursday, maybe we don't talk till Monday after that. Then after that, we don't talk till the next Friday. And then after a while, you know what I'm saying, it kind of dies out like that. I feel like that's better than just cutting off on that Thursday. I think that it keeps the person, it keeps you constantly it's like you have a placeholder in their mind. You still have a space left. Every time you pop up, you still are, you're like a reminder, like a notification. Oh yeah, Joe, every time. Right. And I think that's what makes it harder for to disconnect. Like I totally see where you're coming from because it just dawned on me, like maybe that's why niggas do that. Cause I was dead confused. Like why do niggas keep talking to me when I'm texting you? If, if you'd establish like, this is not going to work. I rather the person just, cut that communication off because the thing is it's like if you're like slowly slowly you know decreasing like the cadence in terms of how much you you know you interact with them I feel that that still leaves like room for interpretation for anything else that could possibly happen like let's say like you don't talk as much like I just feel like like cold turkey just cutting someone off maybe just better for them to actually for the other person to just kind of like realize okay this is not what it is but then if it's just like you you know you appear, you appear like here and there or harder or like I don't know it's like some sort of like dependency that kind of like stems that grows out of it where they're still expecting you to still hit them up or whatever right. I don't know how to describe it but, but I feel as if just cutting them off is better than like trying to just like Keep it, keep that person still there. Um, it but at the same time, wait, what happened? No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I'm repeating myself, but I just think that it's better just to. But think, but think of it this way, though. Like, if the if it, if it's dwindling over time, you guys are bound. Like I said, like you have a conversation on Thursday. But not everyone, like, not everyone understands that that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, that's, like, what like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, but it's two sides of the spectrum. Some niggas. Do that to like kind of ease his way out of the situation. Yeah. But some niggas are doing that to keep around so that you know. Exactly. Um, there's, there's two sides of it. So that's why like it's hard to it's hard to decipher between the two because right. you don't know what their intention is. Like are they just trying to just like back off or are they just trying to just like they're not interested? They could be. 
trying to keep you on their mind. Keep you as an option, but they also want you to make sure that, like, you're not, that you haven't forgot about them. It's really hard to tell because I found myself asking, like, yo, so do you like me or not? Again. Because I was like, what is this? Like, why are you still talking to me? Like, you don't have to pretend anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's almost insulting. Because, like, why do you feel like I need to be still latching? I'm not saying you need it. I'm saying, like, it's just better to seamlessly transition out. But isn't it a waste of time, though, at that point? I mean, I'm, not, I'm not devoting every night to you anymore. Like, I'm no, really- but even just that small, that small conversation that you may have that may not have been, like, every night, but it's like you're still catching up with them. I, I don't know. I just feel like time is just, like, so valuable. Like, don't waste my time. I did that. But you then, know? okay, okay. So then, to Angie's point, right, about people that block people. I'm, I've been blocked before. There's, but what did you do to get blocked? <laughs> I What did you do to get blocked? Nah. Like, when it comes to this nah. guy, like, what did you do? Nah, look, look, we, we can talk about it. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm an open book, man. But, uh, nah, pretty much, you know, the situation was, you know, you're cool, vibing, everything like that. And I told her one day, like, yo, man, I'm not looking for anything further. Okay, but she has a right to like, and I mean, block me is kind of like a shame. Like, I don't understand everything. why. Like, people, you know what? In her defense, Joe, I think it's a hurt. Like, I think it's the person's hopes. Like, it's what we just talked about. Yeah, out of, out of mind. Yeah, it's what we just talked about. Like, my page of public, I already know she's still looking at my content. Watch my stories through her homegirl stuff and all. Wow, why is this the second time I've heard niggas say that? Yeah, like this guy I was talking to, he was like, Yeah, I messed with this girl, don't fuck with her no more, but she views my shit via her friends' Instagram. I yes. know. Yeah, I'm like, damn, like, you just gonna think in the sky did not go through that whole mixtape for us to be preying our niggas via other accounts. What kind of weakness? Yeah, I'm very disappointed. Believe it. I think it's I think it's what we just talked about. Like instead of us pretending like we're still cool and doing some ha ha comments and liking your picture still, I'm not gonna pretend. If I and for my own sake, if I don't need to see you anymore, just to be like <sighs> relaxed and then maybe later on like you know, add you back if you accept. I mean if you wanna be petty or not accept, that's cool. But you know, for my own peace of mind, just to detox myself of like whatever we were. Yeah to kind of get back into, cause I think another thing is like, the person was part of your routine somewhat. Right. right. Calling them once a week, talking to them once a day. Like you have to kind of go back into old routine and like not bring up, you know? Yeah. Like, that one person has been part of your routine. And, but I don't know, I just feel like sometimes like blocking can be a little Abrupt. dramatic in a way. That's why I love it. But guys love the block too. I mean, I've, you know, in my mind, like, it's like, it's why like, are you laughing? Like, 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 the situation shit. It was just, I don't even Wait, know. wait, wait. I just, I just, I, just <laughs> I literally said, why are you laughing? And I said, oh. <laughs> no, but yeah, guys, guys do it too. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they do. But even then, like, I think sometimes, sometimes girls block dudes because they want them to put in that extra effort. Yeah, which is like so petty. And I don't agree with that. Like, even if it's like guys or girls, like you blocking someone to then kind of like warrant some sort of like extra effort out of them. Send it. If you have to go through like all those, like through all those like hoops, whatever, to actually get that person, is that person really worth your time? Exactly, bro. Like all that. Does that person really want you? Like match helps. 
Like I saw this one tweet, this girl was like bragging because she's like, yeah, like I blocked this nigga on blah, 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 blah. Like I blocked him on social media and I message and this nigga emailed me and he did shit, blah, blah, blah. And like showed this email. I'm just like, bro, like, they, they you, want people to like happy, write like, a fuck? handwritten <laughs> letter and mail it to the people. I'm like, both of y'all deserve each other because you're insane. <laughs> I blocked you when you emailed me. Oh my bro, God. Like, what? Like, I feel like at that point, it's like, email, it's never that deep, bro. Like, if you're going to block me on everything, they block, like, so. Till this day, that girl that blocked me, I'm just like, I mean, I told you my piece, girl. Like, and I said it truthfully. I mean, I, you know me, like, I crack jokes all the time. I was straight faced the whole time, kept it completely about our situation, and made peace with it. And she blocked me on everything, man. Hey, if somehow she listens to this, Queen, I have more animosity towards <laughs> you, girl. Like, yeah. That's what it is. I don't know. Hey, but I think, I think the whole. I don't know. I feel like people get over those kind of things over time, but it, yeah. it varies from person to person. Exactly, and also there's like what you want, what you were expecting out of the situation or relationship. Because right. um, even like going back to the whole like boyfriend behavior thing, I think in a way sometimes that can be a little toxic too. If you're like really playing off of the fact that like this girl or this guy has feelings for you, right? And you know the things to do, you know like the right things to do to kind of get them like you know settled in a situation right. and not have them leave as easily. Yeah, that so, one thing people don't think is messed up, man, because it really messes with how people uh, respond to things in the future. Right, because then I feel as if sometimes, especially when people are so vulnerable in, you know, situationships or relationships and there's this habit of this person leading them on, they may not really have like a clear idea of like what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like right. or how people are really supposed to treat you it's and they crazy, use that yeah. as a standard moving forward yeah. to how they maneuver within certain relationship spaces which isn't cool at all yeah and that's so interesting though because like to that point of like people using their old relationships as a yardstick mm-hmm. um i remember like a little while back there was this girl where you know i because i mean like for me like i like i'm gonna compliment you all the time you know and that's just kind of how i am Oh, you look good, you know, blah, 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 like this or that, like, right? And so, like, whenever I compliment her, she'd be like, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. No, that's not true. So then I'm just like, like what are you talking about, bro? Like, if you, like, I mean, I'm the type of nigga, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? If, if, I'm, not, if I'm not fucking with your makeup or fucking with your hair, I'm not going to say I'm not fucking with it. I'm just not What are you going to say? I'm just not going to compliment you. <laughs> like, no, facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not, if, like, that's the thing. Like, because the thing is, too, especially now that I'm starting to, like, understand, like, those things a little bit more, like what good makeup is, like what good nails look like, and stuff like hey, that. Hey, like, the media has fucked <laughs> these boys frontal and closure. For real, I mean, I don't know the difference between those two terms. Still, <laughs> I, I hear those a lot though. So I'm, kind of, I'm still taking that class, so can we just? Nah, no, but like in general, though, I feel like like I know like what good looks like, what bad looks like, and stuff like that. So like, I'm not gonna compliment it if it's not like you know what I'm saying. You know, so if I'm if I'm complimenting you, I, I mean it. You feel me? So like at, at, over time, like she she like she kind of opened up to me. She's like, you know what? Awesome, random. She's like, you know what, Joe? Like for real, for real. The reason why I never believe you when you compliment me because my last boyfriend never complimented me. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, like he never called me pretty. He never said any of that. I'm just like, whoa. That's, 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 that was like that's that's next level, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. I didn't know that that was a thing at all. Cause like all my friends are like similar to me. Like, you know, like, man, you see your girl looking good, man. You're like, damn, so do you feel me? Like, out the gate. 
So like when they hear this, I'm like, man, none of my boys are like this. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we shower our girls and compliment them ever, right? So like for me to hear this girl's like, yeah, he never called me pretty. Like he never said, you know, he never, you know, said I made a good point in, in the conversation we had. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. So I think that's interesting too. Though. The influence Do you think? Yeah, same with me. Like re- with the recent guy I was talking to, like he would shower me with compliments and I would laugh them off, and he'd be like. Can you please take me seriously? Like in a yeah, yeah. and I'd get like a little shook because I'm like, I'm not not taking you seriously. I just don't know how to accept them. Right. And so and vice versa, like I think when I whenever I would gift him, he'd be like, Wow, no one's ever done this for me before. And I'm like, You've been in like three relationships. What are you talking about? Like, I don't understand. So I think people set different standards for themselves, but is it okay to ask? Like when you start talking to somebody or before you get in a relationship with somebody, like first, what they even want or just because back to like us talking about people getting in shit and not knowing or like they realize I don't want to, I just want to fuck. Is it okay to out the gate be like, I event, like I want a relationship. Do you want a relationship? Is that too like strong? I feel like you have to gauge it, bro. Like you can't like, out the gate do that like let's say what if i start to like you a lot and then you tell me later like oh i actually don't want that that's gonna suck i mean yeah it's gonna suck but like you said you said i mean you'd rather go home knowing that this person was honest with you mm-hmm. versus not honest with them. i think it's a matter of timing honestly i think especially at our age now like there's people our age getting married that's facts mm-hmm. like the wedding i'm going to tomorrow this girl is literally a year old Legit. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not. I'm going to my first Nigerian wedding. I kind of know this. I've always wanted to go to a Nigerian wedding, right? Yeah, I'm excited. No, but like in general, I think that that's that's so. This bitch is so ready to turn up. Look at her eyes, bro. Look at her eyes. Nah, I think I think we need to realize the importance of being able to express ourselves out the gate and say like, yo, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Because at this point, like Tiggy was saying, there's really no time to waste. Obviously there's no rush. I'm 24. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's no rush per se, but at the same time, it's like, bro, I'm not trying to waste two, three years of my life in a situation and there's no lines drawn because we want to be, playing patty cake and nobody wants to ask the, the right questions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's no one wants to answer them because sometimes those questions can come up. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying though. I feel like I, I've definitely done that before. I was kind of ducking those questions and saying like, oh, like, well, why are you asking that? You know, like, am I not, you know, am I, am I not here right now? I was like, that was like one of my favorites. <laughs> you actually recognize all of your toxic traits one by one. That's what, no, I've really done so much, with, especially this year. Like, I've so learned much so much so- about myself. Like, Honestly, like, and I love it because I feel, I just feel so free. I'm just like, wow, like, wow, I've grown so much, honestly. Like, I'm pat on the back. All the girls who, who contribute to the girl of uh, Joe's social Honestly, like, I mean, honestly, Shout out to them. kudos, bro. Shout out to you. For real, because it's like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Wifey about to be lit. She like, wow, Joe. That's the one that even vexes me. You're not groom a nigga. 
Wow. For another beat. It's live. Best version of him. But you can't like you can't really harbor on that. You, you know what? Just gotta move on. Peace. You gotta move on. You'll get your blessings another way. No, I mean, that's how that's how life is, man. At the end of the day, experience is the best teacher. I mean, unfortunately, your experience may you know come at someone else's expense. But I mean, yeah, I'm a better man because of it. So that is what it is. Okay, so just to close out, unless you have another uh, question, um, but just to close out the episode, um, what's advice that you would give? your friend, a current friend who's like, you, like he's, he or she is in a very toxic relationship, like all the signs are there, and they're just not taking it. What's like one thing you would, you would try to tell them? Um, I would say, like Angie was saying, really sit back and think about the red flags that you've kind of been overlooking over time. And then kind of compare that with your ideal situation. Obviously, I think relationships, you're going to have to compromise some things. So there might be some things that, you know, you may not like about somebody that, you know, you're going to have to, I guess, deal with. But at the same time, there's certain things like there should be hard lines you draw. And if you feel like the person that you're with is consistently crossing these lines, I would say, obviously, reflect within yourself, but also talk to people who have experience in that lane and I think that that's one thing that I kind of lacked early on was like people that were ahead of me you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm talking to a whole bunch of my peers who are all trying to bag yeah. as me you know what I'm saying and like talking to them getting advice from them they're not going to give you any valuable advice you yeah. know what I mean so I think one thing is like trying to I guess find mentorship in that way not necessarily mentorship but like you know finding people that know what they're talking about and who kind of been through it or like you know can kind of speak on it a little bit more to kind of you know validate what you're saying like you know are these truly red flags or am I, you know, overthinking it? And talk to multiple people too, because that's a mistake a lot of people make. They talk to one person and this one yeah. person says, nah, those aren't red flags. And then they stay in the situation. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? If you talk to five, 10 people and they're all saying the same thing, unless you just have terrible friends, you know what I'm saying? They're probably right about what they're saying. Yeah. So I would definitely say, think within yourself, consult with other people and kind of definitely talk to the person as well and kind of address it. And I think that that's easier said than done just because I think a lot of people have a hard time with confrontation, especially in this generation. I think a lot of people are afraid to express themselves, especially when it's something negative and not necessarily positive. So I'll say, yeah, those are my three. Think to yourself, is this what I want versus my ideal situation? Consult with people whose opinions you value. And what was my third one? Jesus, lost it. Man, that sounded really good too. I'm actually really annoyed. Uh, <laughs> And three, be yourself. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind that for my third point, man. But I, I'm not, not, I think, I think, nah, definitely talk to people you know, think about it, among, like, look, like within yourself, for sure. And then decide based on that. Oh, and talk to the person. That was the third. Yeah. Talk to the person. Yeah. That's the third. What about you, Ange? Mm. What was the question? Like, what advice would I give to a friend who is in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. or situation? I think um, don't question yourself too much. Like, trust your gut. Like, if you feel like something's wrong, especially more than once, it probably is. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would tell myself back then because I was I also wasn't in a like secure like I was very low in self esteem so I would always be like am I right am I wrong I think also um, don't give too many chances because sometimes we recognize okay the person's wrong but we just keep giving them chance after chance so then what's like now it's like if you stay it's like your it's like kind of your your own decision actually because you're now recognizing oh okay this is wrong but you decided this chance is okay this chance and the third one for me would be to leave um and make it a point to leave like don't be afraid to leave like just bounce like I think people think there's so much preparation there has to be to bouncing or leaving so much editing paragraphs you have to do but you don't have to just fucking bounce you sometimes don't even explain yourself like i think that is like the first step like leave and like don't come back um to that situation i feel like most of my situations have been long distance so i don't even know if that's appropriate for people who are actually possibly living together sharing rent sharing a space probably harder but I think that actually would take preparation because then you have to like where are you gonna go you know but yeah over to you Jack um I would say that I would ask I would kind of just like ask my friends to kind of just look at the situation be like how much value is this person bringing to you mentally? Like, how do you feel about yourself when, you, when you're with this person? And how are the actions that they kind of, I guess, like reflect onto you? How does that shape you um, in the way you see yourself? And has it been more so negative than positive? Um, another one I think that I think you guys both like touched on would be um, kind of just like when you see those red flags is again, like usually it's like those red flags are the reason why people end up leaving, like taking that red flag and being like, this could be like taking it more serious than it is. And like taking it more for it's like for it than its face value, because those red flags end up being something a lot more serious, detrimental, you know, in the long run. And then the third thing would be to take time for yourself take time like away from that person and assess how do you feel and like and it kind of goes to the first point but more so of like do you feel like you can't be without this person in a good way or bad way because that can also be interpreted differently so I think those be the three things I would um I would give my advice to someone because it's really hard for someone to actually they're in a situation while in it because most people don't realize until they're out of it yeah it's more so like giving that person like the agency to really think on their on their own in terms of how exactly they feel when they're with the person when they're not with the person at least how i think about it yeah i have okay wait 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 wait. i have a question so there are situations where the friends in a like your friend is in a terrible relationship and like you want hmm, you like try to tell them but they tell you you're interfering and back off 
Mm. And what? Well, you've done your part as a friend, though. I feel like you've done your due diligence. Like, if you've kind of voiced your opinion and you voiced your, you know, your concern and you gave them that counsel, there's only so much you can do, though. You can't really help someone who doesn't want to be helped. And, you know, as a friend, you kind of have to, I mean, you don't have to, but, like, you should be there when they fall as well. Like, when the situation kind of goes sour, when it goes left, at least you're there to kind of help them out. And I feel like part of being mature is also not, like, you kind of rubbing it in their face as well. Right. Because people make mistakes. Yeah. But I definitely think that there are, you know, situations where you could tell your friend, like, yo, you getting played, man. Like, shorty is cheating on you or, you know, something like that. Would you? Yeah, yeah. What? Always, man. Loyalty to the bros forever. But if they're like, you're just jealous. Nah, and it's like, okay, jealous of what? Well, let them think that. And like, I mean, I feel like my friends are not those type of guys. I feel like they're, like, if 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 I'm telling you, yo, look out for this girl, like, I feel like there's a, enough mutual respect between me and my friends, especially now as men compared to like when we were younger, like to be like, all right, you know, the fact that this man felt the need to bring this up to me, like, you know, clearly he, he probably has, he's probably onto something, you know what I'm saying? And he's not coming with just one point. He's probably coming with a couple of points. You feel me? Yeah. So now nah, before we close out though, I got to start on my social media again. Yeah, go for it. Follow me on the gram at Joe the Great, J O E T H E G R number eight, as well as my podcast page at j.abe.pod. Yes. Oh, okay. make sure we tag you and all of and everything. Make sure we plug your socials as well. So, yes, sir. Um, definitely follow him. Listen to his podcast. It's some really interesting um, conversations out there. And even like the interviews with his friends, too. It's like, it tends to be pretty funny, too. It's like, you know, you're just hearing like two people really, or even I think it was like four yeah, at the I've, most. I've had a lot sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, in the first season when I was in my apartment. Yeah. So um, check his stuff out. Check his podcast out. Go to his page. Participate in his polls. Yes, sir. Do all of that. Like um, my post, you know, I be posting a little bit right now. And <laughs> on the time. I'm dragging. That's all I got, though, man. Thanks, thanks for bringing me on the show for sure. I had a lot of fun. Oh, thank let's, you. Let's, let's appreciate this opportunity to be a part of Cup for <laughs> 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 yeah, so We appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. All right. So we're closing out. We'll see you guys. Ah, I always do this. I always do this. They can't see me. <laughs> we'll see you guys. catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Is there a... Slow touch, brown and white. Like I go country, grab and buy. We can go bust, eye for eye. We can lose trust. Quite wrong, easy pop. Where you they go, go, we they go up. Catch my vibe.